Elevated Results podcast is produced and edited by Level 4 Podcast Network, a downtown Colorado Springs studio that you can trust to get your voice heard. All right. We want to welcome everybody back to the Elevated Results, especially after our week of hiatus. Uh, My name is Zach and my co-host... Co-host. Co-anchor. Co-pilot. Co-pilot. Zoe is with us today. Today we're not having any other guests. It's just going to be us today. And we are going to be talking about branding, basically. Branding, athletes, affiliate chips. Yeah, we kind of want to talk about what we look for when we spend our money at brands, uh, supplements, and apparel. And also what we want to continue to emulate with our brand. Yes. And kind of dive into a little bit of what other brands are doing. Um, the good and the bad and the ugly also. So, yeah. but before that, I kind of wanted to talk about really quick why we had a week of hiatus, um, not getting too deep into it, but just letting everyone know that we took a week off because we had some family things come up and it was just, actually it was a good time for us even to kind of sit back, relax, recompose and, take a little extra time for this episode specifically and getting content laid out for the, the coming weeks. So yeah. I think it was good and bad that we had to take off. It was much needed. A close family friend passed away. And so that was really difficult. Um, and the situation leading up to it was really difficult because she needed round the clock care in the days prior. And so I, I know that I personally felt like an emotional hangover like it was just a lot all at once yeah over the course of six days and then monday came around and it was like i actually don't know how like it's hard enough to get my adhd brain like to sit here and focus for an hour like on a good week when i'm excited to talk about something so like last week was just not the week yeah yeah so we took a week off um next week we'll also take a week off because we are going to be out of town but Camping. Yeah, well, glamping in a way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But anyway, let's get into it. So what we're going to talk about is basically what we're looking for, uh, what we look for whenever we're going to be either spending our money or kind of what a what a brand brings to the table for us. Uh, for me, I'm going to talk about mainly the supplement side of it because a lot of people ask, you know, why don't you carry this brand? Why don't you carry, you know, that brand? Or can I get it on Amazon? Yeah. What's the difference? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And for me, it comes down. I remember my first week working here, uh, Ryan talked to me about the ingredients list, really diving into what makes a good product, what makes a really almost like for just a bunk product, just a really trashy product. And it comes down to ingredients. So like I remember one of them was uh, CLA. CLA is, you know, everyone says, that's the fat burner. Right. You have to have CLA. If you're going to incorporate it into your, your supplement regimen, you need to have CLA to make sure that you have that fat reduction. CLA is good. It's an older product. It still has its place. But CLA, actually, you have to have over three grams a day for it to even do anything. And you need to really be sitting between that five and six grams for it to actually work. Okay. A lot of brands, <laughs> their serving size for a day only is about a gram to a gram and a half. So useless. Useless. Just, Just something to put this. on the label. Yeah, it's a filler. And it's an easy product to manufacture. Like it's an easy ingredient to get a hold of. And 
for you to actually have any benefits out of it, you need to have, you know, between that five and six grams a day. And I remember sitting with him talking about that because that blew my mind because there was a fat burner and the main ingredient was CLA and it was sitting at two grams a day. And so it just, it really did nothing for you. Another one was uh, green tea extract. Green tea extract, you need to have, uh, if I'm not mistaken, I think it's two, two and a half grams a day. And a lot of them are sitting between one gram and below. And so I think it's actually, we've never talked about this prior to this moment. And it's really funny because at different times in my life, I have purchased CLA and I have purchased green tea extract, probably like lots and lots of bottles. Yeah. Thinking, okay, this is this is going to be the thing that works. And of course, it's never the thing. Yeah. And you can be as routine about it. You can be dedicated to taking it. But the fact of the matter is, if you're not having the right amount, it's going to do nothing. Which is pretty like extra kind of salt in your wound if it's difficult for you to remember to take something every day. Yeah. I know I'm a really, really bad pill taker. So for me to even commit to taking something every day and then not achieve results would be really disappointing. Oh, it is really disappointing. Yeah, it's frustrating because you you have that mindset that it's going to help a lot and then you just get down to it and there's nothing happening. There's no results. And a lot of times that happens to us and our customers. They'll come in and be like, you know, hey, like that didn't work. Well, were you taking it every day? No. And so like finding that balance is hard enough. And so whenever you can actually start taking it, you need to have a product that actually works. And that was one of the frustrating things about brands to me is they usually just put stuff in there to put stuff in there. It's not focused on actual results. It's really like, as you're saying this, I can equate it almost identically to skincare And so there's a huge awakening happening right now about skincare and what's effective, what's not, what's harmful, what's not. And in the same industries in fitness and in cosmetics, we hear a lot of the same words, non-toxic, clean, like clean beauty is the biggest scam I've ever heard of in my life because every, you know, everything is toxic. Water can be toxic if you drink too much of it, right? Um, Everything is made of chemicals. Your skin is made of chemicals. The the acids and the proteins and all the things that make up your skin, it's chemical. Yeah. And so for brands to be saying it's clean, no chemicals, non-toxic is really damaging because it's like fear marketing. Yes. And at the end of the day, what you're getting in your you know, products is just things that aren't stable, things that aren't in a high enough dosage, yeah. things that are maybe of poor quality. And so what you're describing to me is something that I know all too well, but in a different you know, and it comes down to what you said, marketing. Yeah. And like, that's all it is to, to save some money. You know, you don't for protein, for example, right. Uh, one of the main brands out there says that it has, you know, 25 grams of protein per serving. You can get this brand anywhere, GNC, Costco, Walmart, anywhere. It's a very accessible brand. If you look at their actual amino profile, they're doing what's called amino spiking. Amino spiking is where they put actual amino acids in it that equal a gram of protein, but your body can't actually process that gram of protein. So you're not getting... So you're really not getting... You're really getting only like 14 grams of actual processable protein that your body can absorb and use to repair your muscles. And whenever you repair your muscles, you gain, right? So if you're losing, what is that, 11 grams per serving... 
is it worth it? And that's something it's cheaper. Don't get me wrong. Right. This brand is significantly cheaper. I know what brand cheaper. you're talking about. And yeah. yeah, if you buy it at Costco, it's oh, much cheaper. Yeah, you yeah. can get like an eight pound bag for I think it's $54 at Costco. Yeah. Beats our price. Like we are rule one is five pounds, uh, 68 servings. And I think it's $62, $63. Right. So I get the appeal. But the fact of the matter is do research into the brand that you are trying to put into your body. Find out if every gram of aminos actually transfers into a gram that our bodies can process. I think brands really count on the fact that people don't know that. Oh, yeah, no one does. And once a brand is established as a, like, quote-unquote expert, Mm -hmm. just because they're accessible, and this is really what's crazy about, like, capitalism. Like, you see it all over. It's everywhere. So you assume, okay, these people obviously have something good to peddle. Um, but no, no, they're not the expert, but who's an expert? Well, it's the people that actually do the research. Right. I mean, I wouldn't say that we, I am an expert cause like there's a lot of things that I don't know. Now I do know a lot about, you know, what needs to go into our bodies, how much of it will actually be effective. But there are people out there that are, you know, chemists and things that actually make this. And those are the experts and they write articles. And that's all you got to do is look into an article every once in a while and see how much of something will transfer into our body and actually be effective in our bodies. And that's something that really frustrates me with brands because, for instance, we had a customer come in last week. He was actually trying to sell me on a <laughs> <laughs> he came in trying to sell me on a uh, accounting software, this new accounting software. Um, and so I told him I'd look into it, whatever. And he's like, why don't you carry this huge brand, like a massive brand? And I was like, well, I was like, we just, we never really needed them. A, I didn't want to be rude and say that their products were bad. But the fact of the matter is he's like, no, come on. He's like, pull it up. And so I pulled up their website and one of them was a fat burner. And it said, you know, focus, thermogenic, uh, fat loss, all this stuff. All the buzzwords. All the buzzwords right on the label. And then I looked at the actual product information sheet cla yeah that's all it was one ingredient and cla is not a focus factor ingredient that does not do anything and then it was at what is it i think it was 1.8 grams so not even enough of this one singular ingredient not even enough it's frustrating yeah and it's a huge brand like super cheap which makes sense. And that's, it, yeah. you know, oftentimes that is the bottom line for people. Yeah. And that's, I mean, it's sad because I, I understand, but it's, it's the old adage, you get what you pay for in a way. Yeah. And it's kind of frustrating because you have people out there that don't know they're new to the fitness industry. They're new to taking supplements and then they buy something with their hard earned money <laughs> and then it doesn't work. And you think for just a fraction of that price extra. Yeah, just a little bit. You could have a product that works. Exactly. And so that's something that if we don't carry a brand, um, just let us know about the brand first. We'll do some research. We'll dive into it, uh, figuring out, you know, what that brand brings to the table and then go from there. And another thing I look for, but if we're going to bring on a brand is their marketing. Okay. What do you mean by that? I want someone that is a consistent Two, actually engages with their customers. Okay. And B, wait, one, two, (laughs) C, three, (laughs) 
I don't know three. how to count. <laughs> uh, they how to? <laughs> <laughs> they will actually give back. I guess is a good way to say it because I get really frustrated with these brands that just only hype up, and I understand it. The huge names, yeah, and they don't give any consideration to the little guys. It's really frustrating I think to we've see had that. a similar conversation before because it's like you're hyping up these big names, but are you supporting the people that are actually spending their money? Yes. You know, exactly. the demographic of people that are spending the most amount of money with you are those people being supported. And I'm not saying that they have to go out and sponsor someone that doesn't, you know, give their brand any meaning. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is just a little interaction, you know, responding to DMs taking the comments and responding to them or reaching out to someone that follows them that doesn't have a mega following, something like that. And what is their content actually? Is it half naked people or is it content that goes actually into some of the science and some of the benefits for actually taking their products? Or is it just kind of like a uh, Bud Light commercial right? where <laughs> you have that sex appeal yeah. and then that's and it? What? What's crazy is that will work. Oh, yeah. It like could. Oh, yeah. It, it and it does work Sex on sells. everybody. Yeah, yeah. It works all the time. It does. That's the deal. And that's where I want to be different. I don't want our stuff to just have that branding. We want to be able to be all inclusive. I think that's important because sex sells. That's oh, it does. 100% true. And it's just human nature. What works, right? Mm-hmm. But when I'm looking for... You know, and you think that's like maybe like one sale. Okay. And you just buy something because you like the way it looked on the model or you like the model that was representing it. And yeah. so you just buy it. But that's probably it. Yes. When you're thinking about brand loyalty and like, you know, creating a love mark or getting returned sales and things like that, you are looking for someone, at least for me, I am looking for a brand that represents me like where i feel like i'm seeing myself yeah represented okay and that is what will keep me shopping with a brand okay so what do you elaborate a little bit more on that so for instance if we're gonna stay in fitness yeah i when i'm looking at apparel okay because i get all my subs from you i have a really good sub guy hey that's good yeah so (laughs) when i'm looking at apparel for myself And even when I'm like, not so much when we're sourcing for the store, but when I'm looking for new brands and things like that, it's, it's really common just to see a girl with maybe a body that I want, Mm -hmm. or it's less common to see a girl wearing the apparel with the body that I have. Yes. And so it's funny because in fashion, there's like, you know, your normal sizes. Mm Mm-hmm. And then there's your plus sizes. Mm -hmm. But what's happening is there's like a huge in-between. Most women fall in the in-between. Yeah. Like majority women. Yeah. Are not necessarily, you know, small, medium, or large, but they're not necessarily 2X, 3X, 4X. Yeah. So where do you fit in? I mean, if you're not in the median and you're not in the plus... And like, I laugh about it constantly and I like see a ton of content, of course, like on my TikTok about like medium girls. Like, I'm just a medium girl. And that's the thing is. Where are the medium girls? Because they're not being marketed. They're not being marketed. Well, well, they are. But with girls that that have 
what marketers and brands assume they want to look like. Yes. And yes, that works. Yeah, it does. Because I see a pretty girl in cute leggings and I'm like, oh, those are really cute. But then I get on and I'm like, is this going to work for me? I don't really know. Yeah. And I don't see any pictures on the website of any models that look like me. See, and that's a that's a good point cause, because that is something I look for in a brand also. Do they have any testimonials on their socials? Do they have any testimonials on their website? You know, anything like that because... A, a brand that we're looking at bringing on, I have a phone call with them actually on Wednesday, is they're a big brand. They're a Canadian brand and they have amazing products. Like there's not too much, you know, uh, filler or anything like that. There's a couple products that I probably won't carry, but most of them are, are good. But their Instagram is what really caught my eye. A, it was good content. And then also there was testimonials and their CEO has like a challenge that he's running right now where I see he is literally responding to everything. He is engaging with the people and he has shown some of his clients. This is what they've done. That's awesome. It's amazing. Yeah, that's awesome. And, but you don't see that that often, just like you said, you don't see people talking or showing off yeah. The media. I think of something um, like probably the hugest brand that every woman has ever heard of and they have men's clothing too is Fabletics. Yes. Right? So you is get that, uh, Kate Hudson. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So you get two pairs of leggings for $24 and mm-hmm. like who can beat those prices? No Because one. you go to Lulu and you buy one pair for $124. Right. So Fabletics gets me every time and I actually enjoy the products that I purchase from them. But my issue with the website when I'm shopping and of course everything's online now. So I think even more importance is being drawn to this Mm -hmm. like websites and product photos and things like that. But they've got women, you know, the model is 5'10 and she's wearing a size extra small. Right. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Which is that you're a model. So of course it's great. Um, And then there's plus. Then there's a picture of these. The the model is 5'11", and she's wearing a 3X. And it's like, I'm nowhere to be found. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You know, like, I I literally have no idea what size to buy. Because I am not 5'10", or 5'8". I am 5'1", and I am medium-sized. So I'm just really not sure. And I would love to see representation for all of my mid-sized girls out there. And I have this problem... So nobody knows this, but I'll say like three years ago, I had a breast reduction and buying bras and sports bras particularly was just impossible. Hellish. Like if I found a bra that fit, it was, you know, hundreds of dollars. Yeah. And finding my size, every brand has different sizes and it's all ridiculous. And we're all over the alphabet now. You know, I got to J before I had surgery. It was just, just, I can't even explain how frustrating it was Mm -hmm. because, you know, there's no representation for a girl who, and at that time I was wearing like small, medium clothing, mm-hmm. but I was a J cup. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah, there's I, nothing. For I've you. never seen a picture on the internet of a girl wearing like a 32 J, which was my yeah. size. <laughs> so, and I know a lot of young women that also struggle with that. Yeah. Society tells you, you know, having big boobs is the best thing that can ever happen to you, but actually it's not because where are you buying clothes? Yeah. No one knows. No one's manufacturing for you. We're we're not buying clothes. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) But that's the problem. And so I really appreciate when I find a brand that shows a little bit of diversity. And I think, too, the problem starts 
just at the beginning. I mean, we can start at the beginning of the book. Who's modeling? Yeah. Who's hiring models? When were these standards set? You know, it and brands are afraid. Well, what if we don't show, you know, the very best? And I say that with like the most sarcastic air quotes ever. Like, yeah. what if we don't show the clothes on the most ideal woman ever who will buy? And it's like, I feel like once you kind of take that step into diversity and representation, you just open a million doors for yourself. So, yes, you may not appeal to, I don't even know, the masses, but yeah. in reality, you kind of do. Yeah, I feel like And, and I feel like we're, we're doing that with ENP. Like, you know, it started in 2013 as the Bodybuilders Pro Shop. Mm-hmm. And we still cater really highly yeah. to people that bodybuild competitively and have dedicated such a huge part of their lives to that. We carry those products, but we have also diversified in the way to where now a lot of our athletes, and I'm so incredibly proud of this. They all look different. Oh yeah. We don't have one type of athlete. No, not at all. You know, and I'm not just talking about like a print and all colors initiative. Like I'm talking about their different sports, their different did body she just throw types. An office reference right oh, there. Oh, I super did. Yeah. <laughs> I super did. You know what I mean? Because yeah, I right do. now, especially with what's going on in the world, people hear diversity and think, oh, it's just only gotta be about color and culture and race. Yeah. And but it's really not that because no. diversity and fitness, I mean, it could be anything. Like yeah. But that's also that that other like uh, diversity, color, culture, race. That is a big thing, too, that's playing oh, a factor right now, because huge. before only you saw it was, you know, the tiny little Beverly Hills girl. And now you're seeing more brands finally expanding their portfolio. And that's something that I look for also. Like, who are you including in your ad campaigns? You know, who are you targeting? You know, things and I like love that. to see it. Me, too. Because, you know. It frustrates me when you only cater to one demographic. That is oh, yeah. so frustrating. To me, even as like, you know, I am a white looking person. Mm-hmm. I do feel like I have a diverse and colorful family heritage, but no one would know that no. based on looking at me. And the same for you. Mm-hmm. No one would know that. So we're white looking people. But I love to see inclusion. Yes. Not necessarily that it relates to me but that it relates to people that I love mm-hmm. and also just the human race, because let's not all be jerks. Yeah. So that makes me very happy. Yeah. And I definitely look for that in marketing because I don't know. I, I don't, from someone like coming from a consumer perspective, because I love to shop mm-hmm. and from someone with a marketing background, like we both have, mm-hmm. it, I think it's just really important because I can see where they're going with their strategy yeah. and, you know, you've even worked for a brand in the past that just was single-minded in who they were marketing to. And it's like, that is so incredibly frustrating because the oh, people that terrible. you're interacting with, like the people actually giving you their dollars yeah. are not the people that you're posting on your Instagram. No. So like, what the heck? No, and that it's not sustainable. I'm glad you brought that up because that is something that is so frustrating is seeing who your demographic is. I saw who this company's demographic was. Uh, They specialized with health conditions and they were only showing their product. Vroom, vroom. Yeah. They were only showing their product on skinny, healthy white women. Like legit. That's all (laughs) it was. It was just a bunch of. Instagram looked like. It looked like a Catherine Taylor 
not Catherine Taylor, um, Black Label. What's that? Black Label White House Market. Almost. Oh, White House Black Market. There you go. <laughs> just something that you would see up north. Just it was very one dimensional. Yeah. And it, it got frustrating. And I brought it up in the, one of our meetings on Zoom. I was like, hey, like this is who our actual demographic is, you know, people that are not necessarily like you're thinking of people who have health conditions, yeah. not the fittest no. people in the world. And we're talking health conditions as far as like diabetes. Um, uh, Even conditions that prohibit you from pursuing fitness. Yes. I think like asthma, like I have an asthma band yeah. from that company. I, I appreciate it. I enjoy it. Oh, I love it. Um, But things that are prohibitive, like it just all looks different. Yeah. So you need to show. But in the marketing meeting, they didn't, they, they just got shut down. And I was like, okay, well I have literally seen messages from overweight obese people saying hey like we don't know if this band's gonna fit because we only see it on because we only see it on these people and that's how i feel when i buy my leggings exactly i don't know if they're gonna fit because i only see it on one extreme or you know the other if we're talking like that you know just one type of person or another type of person and that's something that okay i'm gonna take something that's not fitness related but a brand that i appreciate fashion nova yeah Fashion Nova does not have, if you look on their site, they do not have just one type of model. They have a variety of models and body types. When I shop there. Yeah. Yeah. And so I feel like that gives the consumer a little bit more to relate with and something more to go off of. It's a little bit easier to find a model that looks similar to me. Yeah. On a site like that. And, And so this brings in the question of, you know, our, our, our constant brand awareness for us is fitness is different to everybody. Mm -hmm. Health is different to everybody. Right. Yeah. And just to let the people know at home, we, we go over our bullet points for the show, but we don't (laughs) pre-discuss any of this. So there's a lot of stuff that we don't know about each other, but this is a topic that we have talked about extensively extensively yeah i know where you're i know where you're headed because we both kind of have (laughs) not separate opinions but we both look at this scenario from different angles yeah right right lizzo love her that's all i'm gonna say i love her so much see i don't love her i don't hate her (laughs) i don't love her our producer's over here saying he doesn't love her let me tell you why i love her okay um well first off real quick before you say that let's expand on why we're even talking about her so i follow lizzo on tiktok because i love her right but the deal is lizzo is um she has transitioned to an all plant-based lifestyle so she's vegan in quarantine she works out constantly like constantly several times a day in my opinion she is a person who is emulating a fit lifestyle okay but lizzo is not what you see when you flip through the dictionary and you find fitness she's not even what you flip through on working out on online no. no one is posting her as look at Li- rick ross right his transformation was huge because he's a man so that's another reason okay. why i love lizzo but i will say that so rick ross started doing <laughs> crossfit and everyone's like oh yay he you lost know? a lot of weight dude and looks yeah, good he did i just don't i personally and as a woman i think that we have this is another reason why our viewpoints vary because you know i feel like a man can, you know, I stop drinking soda, I go to CrossFit twice a week, and I have dropped 150 <laughs> pounds. Hooray me. I still go to Taco Bell every day. You know, because you have, like, enough testosterone coursing through your blood that, like, you just yeah. give yourself a little physical activity and boom, you're good to go. Yeah. Right? 
with women, it's like, you know, our hormones transition four times a month. Every week I'm a different human being on the yeah. inside. So I, it's difficult. Yeah. So I think it just looks different. No, it does. And so for me, I just love to see it. She's talking, she's singing about things that are important to her from her point of view. Playing that damn It's flute. relatable. Yeah, it's relatable, you know? And, but I applaud, like, looking at her from someone who is in, like, a fitness-related industry. I look at her and I'm like, wow, this is amazing because people really struggle to go vegan. Oh, and people really struggle yeah. to work out every day. You know, yeah. I see I see people that look different than her, maybe more classically fit, and they really struggle to do these things. Yeah. So she's killing it, in my opinion. But still, when I, you know, go online, I don't see anyone marketing to Lizzo. No. Right? No. Because they're not thinking that she's their target market. Well, okay. And so for me, looking in, she does not fit that that mold. You know, she doesn't fit the mold. I don't know to, I don't follow her or anything like sure. that. So I don't see, you know, the transformation or anything. But there's not one. That's the difference. Okay. And so that's where I get hung up is at some point... I guess you can just do it for, you know, inner well-being, I guess. It is different for everyone. That's where I have I have yeah. such a hard time because No, I get it. To me, you expect if results. you not just that, but if you are marketing as or if you're encouraging your audience, if you have power over an audience of people and you're telling them, you know, this is this is healthy. This is life. Because in my opinion, if you are, you know, overweight or whatever, outside of like BMI, BMI doesn't count, but it, it does take a toll on our bodies, joints, uh, lungs, respiratory system, our cardiovascular system. It does take a toll. So what the problem I have is a lot of people use her as a, well, Lizzo's doing it. So why can't I? Lizzo's, like the way she looks like yeah. Lizzo's heavy. Lizzo's so heavy. So I can so be so heavy. Can be heavy. But I, the difference I get is Lizzo's healthy. Or trying to be healthy. But no one talks about that. Yeah. Because, again, health is different to everyone. I would say that if we experience more, I say we as a person who doesn't feel represented by yeah. brand, mm -hmm. but um, especially even the heavier people get, if you ever experience validation ever, mm -hmm. you wouldn't be looking so much to put like all your eggs in Lizzo's basket. Yeah, I, I agree so, with that. I agree with that. And I also think like... I'm not, and this is where we disagree. So have fun, Facebook. Um, like, <laughs> I hate that this is actually all being recorded because oh, I love it. They're gonna come back and be like Zach is such a man. I'm no, I think that it's just, um, you know, I I hate to like say like check your privilege, but like really but check your privilege well skinny people can be unhealthy too like <laughs> yes thank you like sickness yes. and illness isn't exclusive to no. just being overweight so it's like, not by the time you have you know started doing two a days and restricting your calories to a thousand now your bones are unhealthy and you're anemic yeah. and your hair's falling out and nothing works because a woman isn't supposed to have a body fat percentage of less than like 20. No. So. And that's, that, so that's where I, I really agree because <laughs> you can go on either side of this topic and just really 
This is a, this is a hard topic. It is. It, it, this is a very and a, a, a touchy it's one. Sensitive. It is. It's very sensitive, sensitive because you don't want to alienate anyone, but you also want to help everyone. Yeah. And you want them to be healthy. I think that is where you know, as a brand, as Elevated Nutritional Performance, like I always want us to grow in that way because we have opened doors now to more representation. I want to mm-hmm. just keep flinging the doors open. Oh yeah. Um, and you know, there's that old saying, like you can't please everybody, but in reality in health and fitness, like we have so many products that would benefit so many people in different ways. Like we really can actually help yeah. a great majority of people, like maybe yeah. not every single person. Mm-hmm. Um, but I want to appeal to people and for my sake that like maybe don't feel comfortable like walking in a GNC and just you know accepting the advice of the person that's working there or knowing what they want so here I am on Instagram and someone's hawking a supplement and so I'm gonna buy it because well I kind of appreciate your following and I like your engagement and I want us to be a place where people feel safe explaining like Either I know a lot about SEPs and I want to take it to the next level and I want to, you know, start incorporating this thing and that thing and the other thing. Or maybe I don't know anything. Yeah. And I need to know where to start. Yeah. And I need to find someone who I can trust. And I notice that you have such and such athlete that I either really want to be like her or I feel like she looks like me already. And I want to, you know, get there. Yeah. Right. I get that. So, I mean, that would be, that's what I look for when I shop. And that's what I want to just continue to emulate in our brand. And I feel like we're doing a really good job. Like, I'm so proud of our family of athletes. Oh, me too. Because they're all different, male and female, everybody. We've got everyone. Yeah. You know? We have powerlifters, crossfitters, bodybuilders. Golfers. (laughs) Yeah, golfers. We have hockey players. We have football players. We have baseball players. We have everyone. And that's something that makes me happy is the all-encompassing that we've been able to achieve. Um, I would like to, like you said, I want to keep opening that door. I want it to go farther. I want it to be more inclusive. And I want more of a family dynamic to everyone. Like I want to incorporate everyone together yeah i want everyone to know everyone things like that That would be because i feel like that is corona goes away exactly like if miss rona ever takes her leave not looking like it's gonna that'll happen but but when it does we can have a big party with all our athletes (laughs) and the the thing is is finding people okay so i've had people come in and say you know i struggle with a i struggle with b Looking on the outside in, they're either super ripped or they're having some issues dietarily. That is where we come into play. Like, I really appreciate that candid, open, you know, conversation that we're able to have. And I hope everyone feels that way whenever they walk into our doors, like they can be open about it. Because if you go into other stores or you start talking to other people, like you can get shamed very easily. I that brings me to us okay. because in my mind, when I get ready to go into the shop, I kind of joke that I'm the fattest person in fitness. And then I think of Lizzo and I keep it moving. Okay. So, you know, you can see like the deep emotional connections yeah. with those things and those people and those brands that project that. But like, you know, I don't consider myself an example at all, 
but it's real life. Like I had a baby, I'm exploring some medical issues and we're going to figure it out. That doesn't make me any less knowledgeable or any less passionate. Yeah. Right. And Mm -hmm. same for you. I know that you think that, right? Like I know that you're like, I haven't been to the gym since, you know, quarantine and you get really down about yourself but like actually you're really knowledgeable you're super strong like nothing takes away the fact that you got years in this yeah and we can only just get better Mm -hmm. and so what i hope and maybe this is like a little pollyanna of me (laughs) is that people see us and they're like that's cool because we're no less informed no and we're just doing our best. And, you know, I am personally hoping for a transformation and working towards a transformation. But that road might be six months or a year or two years. I don't really know. Yeah. I mean, I, there's some things I'm awaiting more information on. So we'll see yeah. how that goes. For and me, that's right. So that's the thing that I think about. Like you said, you're looking into me- some medical stuff. That's something that I always constantly going back to Lizzo is I talk with you about even is you know maybe she does have some pituitary issues some thyroid issues some low testosterone people kind of freak out when they hear testosterone in women that is a real hundred percent thing and like the medical community totally ignores it i like literally said a prayer of thanksgiving when i found a doctor that was like we need to test your testosterone levels because even though you're a woman and estrogen rules your everything you need to have that balance. And I was like, thank God I found someone that is knowledgeable, knowledgeable. Yeah. About how just the human body works and is not looking at me as like, just, you know, a woman like, well, eat 1200 calories a day and come back in six (laughs) months and see what happens. Like they don't look at you as like a blueprint. Yeah. Like that doesn't work, (laughs) you know? And so I appreciate an MD, especially that is willing to look into other, you know, she is taking into consideration everything, like all my diagnoses, (laughs) um, and also looking for more. Yeah. So like that's TBD for me and I'm excited in the meantime, I don't look the way people want to look. I'm, you know, that's just what it is. But I also don't, I also look like a lot of other people that I know and I don't see us represented anywhere. So, okay. So this is a question just off, off the wall. Do you feel that since you represent a demographic that gets missed, do you think that helps give our brand an edge because you have that personal you know, feeling that committed feeling to actually representing these because you've helped us find athletes that normally like for just because of how a marketing mind works, you don't maybe look at an an athlete necessarily in that way, but you've actually opened my eyes to, Oh my God, why are, duh, why are we not, why are we not helping these people? Yeah. Like, why are we not showing them for the work that they're doing? Do you think that gives you an edge? Cause you have, you are the demographic. I hope. Okay. Help. And I like, I want, that is my tireless mission. Like I want to really work to make sure that it does give me an edge and it does give our brand the edge, but not just that. Like I want it to give people other people like an edge in their life. Yeah. Cause I think once you find that community is just so important and oftentimes in fitness, that's why people stick in a sport. You know, you yeah. bodybuild, you're on a team. That's your team. It's your family. Yeah. You stay there, right? Unless some drama happens and you leave. But <laughs> um, the same with team sports or any community that you find in fitness. 
um, you know, our our first athlete, our greatest friend, Ellie, started skydiving. Like, she doesn't need to be, like, she needs to be fit to do that. You know yeah. what I mean? So, like, But a different type of fit. But it's different. Yeah. Or, like, golfing. You know, we were discussing this last night as we embark on kind of, like, opening up some doors for golfers and finding workouts for golfers and marketing to golfers. Like, this isn't an old man's sport. Like, there are things you can do with your fitness to up your game and be yeah. better. And that's something and people it's don't missed. realize. People yeah, don't think they that. don't think of that. And you that's know? that's something that I'm I'm really excited for in the future is that collaboration that we're going to be announcing pretty soon, and just being more inclusive, like you yeah. said. Just I think it just it needs to happen, and I don't want fitness to be a an exclusive club. It shouldn't be and, because it's important for everyone's well being. No matter what size you are, no matter what you commit to, whether you're doing two a days or whether you're an every other day person yeah. or whether you're a once a week, you go outside and try and do something to feel better person. Yeah. And sometimes that's all the same person. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and so I what I want is there to be no shame associated with a not knowing what you're doing mm -hmm. in the beginning and asking for help yeah. and B. Just being who you are. I don't want anyone to walk into the doors of ENP and feel like they have to prove themselves. Yeah. Including us. Yeah. And so, I don't know. So, yeah, I hope. I hope. And that's something I, I feel like this is a good platform to really reach out and talk to people and kind of get real. Because you can walk into the doors and you can talk to someone and start feeling that vibe. But you still have all the nerves. So you may not ask the right questions or... You may stumble over your words and then feel even worse and then just like yeah. scurry out of there, you know, <laughs> scurry out of there with your protein and yeah. no, no questions answered. Exactly. Yeah. But being able to really show that, yeah, health and fitness is different to everyone. Yeah. Because like you said, something that does not get talked about enough is women's body fat does need to stay above is it like 16 percent and it should not go below 16 percent. Yeah. Like technically. And. Well, that's just for, I mean, our hormones live in fat. And so by the yes. time you eliminate all of that fat, now you've whacked out your hormones. Now, if you've committed to a sport where you need to lean out, okay, fine. That's, yeah. that's your business. Yeah, it's your right? prerogative. Um, but if we're just talking about every woman ever, I think there's a lot of misinformation going around about what they should be aspiring to. Yeah. So if you go into bodybuilding, you're aspiring to something. Yes. And we support it. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you are just a woman like me, a middle-sized person <laughs> looking to be more fit, that's not what, you know, you should be aspiring to. Yeah. Right. The standard is going to be different. Unless you're making like, that commitment yeah. to a sport. So just for your health, you know, you need to be really careful about what you're doing. Yeah. And know, at least be informed, at least know, okay, by the time we get down into the low teens, we need to now be more cognizant of the other hormonal things that might be going on. Right. Yeah. But I feel like there's a huge shame associated when you get on that machine and they're like, Oh, you're in the thirties or you're in the high twenties. And it's like, you know, how much, how many percents do I have to lose? Like yeah. 15 is a lot. It is. And neither <laughs> Right. And so I, I just, and a lot of this, and I can only speak like from where I'm coming from, as a girl mm -hmm. and, you know, who has been, you know, trying to be fit for a long time. 
like the male trainers that I've found myself working with at the gym are telling me something that works for them. Yes. You know? Yes. And that's no lack of knowledge on their part, except for maybe a little bit. And, but I just think there's a lot of misinformation about women and health and fitness in general. And even with medical doctors. So that's a huge conversation is like, there's just now I'm happy to see a lot of barriers being broken and things being researched and healthy information being pushed out. But I don't think that that has been my experience. And I've joined a lot of gyms. I've had a lot of trainers, been in a lot of sports. So like, if that's my experience, I'm sure that other women have all these things floating around in their head. Like, well, my body fat percentage is too high and I got to cut my calories and I got to do all this and all month long, no matter what's going on in my ovaries. Like, (laughs) and so I just think it's something that, you know, we as a brand can and will be sensitive to. Like everyone's journey is different. Yeah. And you and I are a perfect example of that. It seriously is. Like what works for you just not even just us, just even our our athlete base. Oh yeah. You can if you look at our Instagram, you'll see a wide variety of people that and new collaborations that we're working with on there's not just one type of person. There's not just one personal brand that we are catering to. My mind just jumped to like a moment before we were getting married. We joined Lifetime, right? Mm-hmm. So you go in and they give you your like free, Rick. your free $400 assessment, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and they check your body fat percentage and everything. I was at my ideal weight at that time, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but I've always been like thicker than a snicker. Always. Even when yeah. I weighed a hundred pounds, I was squishy. Yeah. And that's just how my body is, you know? Chicky nuggies, all the hormones in there and stuff. (laughs) Right, yeah. It really is. You know, I've always had, I've always been big chested. I've always had a fat butt. So, like, I've always enjoyed those things about myself, too. But I hopped on that machine and they're they're like, your body fat is 33%. You need to cut your calories down to 1,200 a day and work out and do all this stuff. And it's like, that's so disheartening because I actually was at, like, such a good weight. I look at that now... I was totally shamed into believing that I was like super, super fat. Um, I was at a perfect weight and I just wanted to kind of lean out. Yeah. Like someone should have said, hey, just start lifting. Yeah. And then incorporate some strength training and you'll be yeah, good. Yeah. And then like naturally these things will adjust. Your body yeah. fat percentage will go down because you'll be building muscle in these areas. And in six months, if you're lifting regularly, then we'll get back on this machine and we'll see how things have changed. And then maybe we do need to you know, do some other things or whatever. Like, and I just feel like that's such a sad moment in like my fitstery because (laughs) if I had really focused on strength at that moment when Mm -hmm. I was smaller, things would be different now. Yeah. You know what I mean? But instead I was kind of fed this like disordered rhetoric that I needed to just stop eating. Yeah. And my body fat was too high. Like, never mind the fact that we've already discussed. I was in the middle of the alphabet in my bra size. You know what I yeah. mean? Like how much fat was living See, and there. That's, <laughs> that's something I saw a post the other day um, from one of the people we've collaborated with. She posted that it, she has two pairs of dumbbells, right? Okay. One of them was covered in pink plastic. <laughs> it was a two and a half pound dumbbell. And the other one was like a 50 pound, you know, normal dumbbell that you see at the gym. 
And on the left side with the pink dumbbell, it showed I'm going to lift more lightweight and I will tone up. On the right side, I will lift heavy weight for slower reps and I will look like a man. <laughs> so frustrating. Oh, that's the worst It's so myth. toxic and such a terrible information line that people are spreading yeah. that, you know, to tone up and, you know, look like the it's fitness model that you want. forever. Yeah, it's terrible. Yeah. And that's not the truth. And that's something that is really frustrating seeing in the fitness world is that type of misinformation still being out there and also misrepresentation. Not everyone can achieve what these superstar athletes are achieving. Well, genetics has so much to do with what you are actually like. It does. Like, um, not necessarily capable of, because I believe our bodies are capable of so many amazing things, but certainly what you have a natural ability for and what might come easier to you and therefore what you might expand upon and train real easy is largely genetic. And that's one. So I I agree with that wholeheartedly. I don't like saying that because I feel like genetics is something that can easily be used as a crutch. Right. Crutches are my hot box. Whenever someone (laughs) gets on it, I'm like, stop. Like you, there is so much going on in this world. Your body is capable of so much just if you put your mind to it. And that's the truth. I mean. But I think that when, let's say, for instance, and I'll just only use myself as an example. If I'm looking at someone that has that that isn't like trunk heavy, like legs are my strong suit. If I ever want to feel good about myself, I train legs because that's what I can. I mean, that's what I can do. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's genetic. That's the way I'm built. And that's not to say. So if I were walking around saying I have no upper body strength. <laughs> yeah, that's a crutch. Right. Yeah. Because I could have upper body strength. Yeah. But naturally I'm going to look like a girl that has like a strong lower body. So I did that's, I guess that's all I mean. Like you also have to, and here we go back to representation. You have to find someone that looks like you. Yeah. So when I started following fitness influencers that, you know, pretty obviously just did better with lower body. Well, that's great. Mm -hmm. You know, because I found that representation, like that's something I could achieve. And you start there. And then what you realize is your whole body is working as a fully functioning unit. And if you're pushing yourself in one, you know, way, if you're lifting heavy, you just start trying other things. And then now all of a sudden you've got a total body situation going on. And that's where it really kind of like light bulb moment. Like, oh, I actually can do all of these things. Yeah. Yeah. So I kind of want to do something a little different. Okay. Uh I want to do kind of like a roundup. Okay. Okay. So what are two things, if you can just give bullet points, two things that really stand out to you from this episode, you were just talking to someone on the street. What was this episode about? What did you really take from it? This episode was about the lack of diversity in fitness. Okay. And also like where more doors need to be open for what I feel is a majority of the female population. Okay. How would you go about changing that storyline in the industry? As a brand, mm-hmm. it starts with who 
we look for. And I think it actually requires work on our part because girls that look like me aren't necessarily reaching out for fitness affiliateships because they don't feel like they qualify. Yeah. However, we're looking for you. Like we're looking for everyone, but that takes work on our part because we're not just going to respond to every, like the people that are out there getting these sponsorships and that are out there respond, like going to brands are maybe people that are widely represented Mm -hmm. and they know Mm -hmm. they can go to lots of brands and that's, they've got the look, right? Mm -hmm. So for us as a business, I think it's important that we actually kind of bend over backwards to find the people that are putting in the work that might not be seen otherwise. Like we might need to make the first move. Yeah. So that's how I would change it. And that's something that I'm I'm glad you brought that up. I want to really quick focus on what we are looking for. We are looking for that different person, but we're looking for someone that actually puts in the work. Right. And wants to give back to a company that a company will give to them. So you put in what you're going to get out, right? Yeah. And so we are looking for athletes. Like she said, we are looking for different people that can represent the brand and help us hit that demographic that is being missed and being overlooked. But it's also not going to be just a, here's a code, have fun. Here's a code. It's going to be, let's see your work. Improve on our community as well. What are you giving back to the community? Is and I the think biggest that's thing important. in my mind. And we've spoken on that topic before, like um, with Dalton and Esme on that mm-hmm. episode, we talked to them about how, you know, people are so willing to do the work just for like a crumb of attention, like literally like one like or one repost on a big brand story. Mm-hmm. Like if you're willing to post about this big brand that literally could care less about you because there's a million of you trying to get noticed all we want is a little bit of that dedication for a brand that's actually going to work with you. Like we'll be in the gym with you. Yeah. We'll be helping you, helping your friends, you know? So that's what we want is that amount of dedication. But for someone that actually is going to notice you, yep. you know, because that's us. Like we want to really cultivate those good relationships. Yeah. I'd rather have a good relationship with someone that has a small following than a sketchy relationship with someone that has thousands and thousands of followers. That's just who I am. Like, well, I, yeah. I and I that. think that the internet just breeds sketchy relationships and not necessarily that people are intentionally being sketchy, but just it's like onto the next, like yep. onto the bigger thing, onto the more, you know, visibility onto yeah. the bigger sponsorship. Yeah. I you agree. know, and that's ultimately what everybody wants. But the thing is like, as we grow, I know us, we take people with us. We will. Mm-hmm. And so it's a little bit of trust in that area. But I think that, you know, we've got a really good base. I am so proud of each and every one of our athletes. Yeah. For exactly who they are. And we've got representation all along the board. We've got something that's very widely seen. We've got people that are maybe less noticed in the gym, you know. Yeah. And I want each of those people and everyone in between. Yeah. And I want them to have their platform. Yeah. That's it. So three positives. Um, okay. I'm positive. I'm really thankful for my therapist. Okay. Especially, um, the past couple weeks. Like I think I really pushed past a couple blocks in my life. Mm -hmm. I'm really thankful for, uh, just like I see her every other week via zoom 
Um, but that has just allowed me to expand my emotional vocabulary and get to know myself a little bit better. And I'm really happy. I like that. that. Yeah. My first positivity is going to be just a name. And if you know the name, you know why. Bryson DeChambeau. That's it. That's all it is. No, you are such a golf nerd. No, do you know oh why? Oh my God. Do you why? know why I'm positive why? about that? Because like you said, there are, golf is a fat white man's sport. An old man's sport. It is. Like that's just what people say. That's what people think. But it's not. There's so much that goes into it. If you can add in strength, flexibility, and mindset, you get your Tiger Woods. Yeah. That guy, he's got the strength. But here, this guy, Bryson, comes out of quarantine 15 pounds heavier because he just went in lifting his butt off, working for it, and is out driving everyone on the field by like 150 yards. So fitness does have something to do with it in a big way. In a big way. And that's something I'm excited for because we have something coming on the horizon that can really help get you there, you know, without leaking too much because we're not (laughs) allowed to talk about it yet. (laughs) Yeah. No, that's really exciting. So that's my first positivity. Second. Um, My second is largely related to this podcast and I've, I've been saying it, but I really just like, listen to me. Like I am so proud of the community we've created and I'm so proud of you. And like I told you last night, like with golf, you know, so Zach noticed he's been getting some like unfollows, like the more golf he posts, like <laughs> On my a couple page. people here and there have been unfollowing him. But you know what? It doesn't matter because we have gotten to this point. We have nourished our family of athletes and all this can do something that you're so passionate about is just open more doors. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, I'm just, I'm really happy I love for that. what we've created and of course, you know, we intercepted E&P at a time when it was already a beautiful flower. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we're really cultivating it. And so I'm just really proud of like you that. specifically because this Thank is you. mostly yours. Thank you. But, yeah. Well, my second is going to kind of piggyback off that. I'm proud of our athletes. Um, just some content that's been coming out of, from them, some new affiliateships that we have coming and some new content coming out with new people. I'm very, very excited because we are expanding as far as affiliates and athletes go and really trying to get new content, engaging content. Um, 15 second subs was a lot of fun to do. (laughs) And so that's something that's going to be new and we're going to do that. I just want everyone to know that I've been telling Zach to do 15 second subs for weeks and I keep telling him that, you know, I think he's funny. So probably other people think he's funny and I think he's cute. So probably other people think he's cute too. So 15 seconds ups was, yeah, yeah. Kevin thinks he's cute. Perfect. (laughs) 15 seconds ups was my idea. And someone finally decided to bring it to fruition. Oh, this is three positivities, not three gloating points. My third thing is that that I gave you that really good idea. No, it, it was it was fun. I'm a stickler when it comes to content. And so getting out of a comfort zone was was hard, but it it's it's going to be great. I'm excited for that. So is that really your third? Point? It really is okay. my third thing. I'm going to just continue to gloat for the rest of the episode. <laughs> uh, three, I'm going to go with um, just kind of I want to 
thank people that are, even if they don't believe in it, wearing a mask. Like that? Just because, I mean, we don't know what it does. Um, the CDC, the who, the POTUS, everyone could be lying about it. But I mean, you're doing your part and keeping gyms open. Let's 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 keep the gyms open, people. Yeah. I know it's hard. I know it sucks. But if we have to go back onto lockdown, what good is it going to do? Yeah. So thank you for everyone that's going out of your comfort zone and wearing a mask. I know that it's difficult. I know it's a pain in the butt. But thank you. I appreciate that. And I know other people do, too, because if if even if it doesn't work, at least we tried our best. Right. Right. That's all it is. Yeah. Strictly from a non-medical standpoint, like you say what you want, but just the, the simple act of doing it to me represents like someone who cares about our small business. Yeah. And we really, really care about our small business. Yep. So, and other ones. Um, yeah. And other ones. And. Yeah, so I mean, I hate it. I can barely make it through the grocery store before I have to like run outside and rip my mask off. I have asthma, you know, like it's not great. Yeah. But why are you laughing? I'm just, I. Because I have asthma? Do you think it's funny that my no, lungs that's, don't work? No, that's just like the, <laughs> that's what everyone's saying. Oh, I, yeah. There's so many people that now that have asthma. Right. And it's just coming out <laughs> of the woodwork. But um, yeah, I mean, it's just that kind of little piece of cooperation, like. I, I just appreciate it. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I agree with you. And so to wrap up today, I just really want to focus a little bit back on if you're looking for a brand, make sure that you're doing your research. Don't just go off of what so-and-so says. Don't just go off of what you see on social media because social media is a facade. Mm -hmm. There's so much that is being covered up. There's so much that is being romanticized that is not the truth. So do some research on your own and find the brands that you're comfortable with. Find the products that you can actually get behind. Because if you can get behind, you can get that mind mentality, that mind to muscle connection. It'll do wonders. And if you have questions, ask us and we will send you. I sent links about, you know, SARMs, pro hormones, so much you research. Can just watch 15 second steps, which was my idea. Oh, or do that. Yeah, that's <laughs> one also. Anyway, we want to thank everyone for sitting down and talking with us this evening, listening to us and sticking around. You know, we're going on month two now. Yeah. And this is. I didn't think that the two of us would be able to sustain an hour of conversation today. So I'm. Also, that's my fourth thing I'm really excited about. <laughs> and as always, we are inside the Level 4 Podcast Network. Uh, we want to thank Kim and Kevin also for, you know, putting faith in us and letting us have this platform to talk to everybody. And we want to encourage any other artists, any other creators to come in here. Make sure you check out this space, hit them up and get rolling. Oh, yeah. If you even have like a couple things to say, just do you it. You can do it. Yep. yep. Just do it. <laughs> Perfect. And you'll have fun. If you like this podcast, make sure you share it with your friends. Um, like us on Spotify, Apple Music, all that stuff. And share it with your friends and family if you think that they would like listening to, to ADHD people in their early 30s talking about random stuff. The fattest people in fitness. There you go. <laughs> okay. Thank you, everybody. Thanks, guys. Have a good night. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of The Elevated Results. We are bringing this content to you from the Level 4 Studio in downtown Colorado Springs. Find them on Facebook and Instagram at Level 4 Podcast Network. Find us online at www.wearenp.com or on social media at wearenp. 
If you have questions or want to be on our show, shoot us an email to sales at weareenp.com. Thank you again for your support and please leave us a review on this podcast and share it with your friends. Tune in next week.